welcome to Soberish, the Jessa did too many mushrooms and flew too close to the sun podcast. This is my 20th attempt to record this podcast today, not to mention the 20 times it took me to record a tarot reading for my new Patreon. That's right. Just Read has a Patreon now. Um, Patreon.com backslash Jessa Reed. Hopefully a searchable and easy to find. It will have two bonus episodes of Soberish per month. I will probably use it as a place to hide episodes that are so woo that I'm self-conscious about it, like most likely the episode with Lola and Adriana and I coming out. In the next couple of days, I will... That is at the $5 level. At the $10 level, you will get a weekly general tarot reading like it will be a video available on the patreon i just finished recording this week's it's a pick a card reading so you pick a pile it's a general reading just kind of give you you know for people who don't have the money for a reading or don't feel comfortable don't want to get all that just needs kind of like a general guidance or whatever and then at the $20 level there will be everything that you would have gotten with the lower levels and then also I am going to do a live video once a week. And we'll figure out when the timing of that is going to be. I know that's going to be weird this month with holidays and stuff. But then that way we can do kind of a Q&A and talk through stuff and whatever. I am eventually going to do some things with the money from the Patreon to help further the cause. I'm not ready to get into that yet. Um, and the amount will change, will vary depending on what the, the Patreon brings in. But I do have some ideas that I'm probably not going to get into until January because every time I'm like, oh, okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. Some new idea comes in. So you'll just have to take my word for it for now. What else? There's also a Discord server. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but there is an app called Discord that has kind of more of a group chat kind of vibe, but you can like pick different categories. Anyway, Soberish has one. I don't know if it's searchable. If you go to the Facebook group, you can get the link to it. And it is popping from what I hear. It was immediately popping. It was way too much for me. So I left. But that's for you guys to hang out and talk amongst yourselves and figure shit out. So uh, what have I been doing? Boy, have I been freaking out. I had a very intense mushroom experience with Lola and Adriana in Sedona. I've never had to integrate after psychedelics before. I think maybe I've never done that much psychedelics before. I've done a lot of psychedelics, like quantity of times, but I don't think I've ever done a dose that, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck, but it was very powerful. I think this is kind of what happens when you go to fucking Sedona and take mushrooms with very powerful energy workers. But we spent a lot of time in higher dimensional reality. We got to see a lot of what's coming in 2020, a lot of confirmations of things that we already thought. And then I had a very painful last five hours of the trip where I, I was for some reason taken to a timeline where somebody I care very deeply for died. And I had to like process that death and it was awful. 
but I understand, I think, maybe why I had to have that experience. I think I had like deep, maybe past life attachment to this person or something. I don't know. I am considering any and all reasons for that as long as it's not that it's a premonition. I am not ready to talk about that yet, but I'm a little bit thrown off my square. So I'm not how sure how funny I'm going to be today, but there is some information that I wanted to talk about. If this is your first time listening to this podcast, just quit now. That's the best advice I can give you if you have made it this far in. This is a pretty woo podcast. It's not woo because it's about energy and it's about higher consciousness, but the woo people have taken so many of our words and made them fucking weird. So it's going to feel maybe a little bit woo. This podcast is for people who have noticed that something is shifting in their life. And so if that resonates with you, if you're wondering if you're crazy, if you're having dreams that are coming true, you can hear your friend's thoughts, blah, blah, blah. Uh, Welcome. Welcome uh, to the weirdness. Um, Shit's going to get fucking wild. I think you guys all feel it, right? You guys feel it coming. You feel this energy hitting the planet already. I think this portal opens up in like 12-12 and starts letting this shit in. But what I see, and you know, this is just energy. So I don't know if this manifests as anything physical. But what I see is it looks like the earth like passes through some like glitter almost it looks like like stardust and then all of the people that wanted to stay in the karmic reality and by karmic reality I mean like reality used to be about learning lessons and although you signed up for those lessons before you got to the planet it really had the sensation that life was happening to you that's really what life felt like and then as you slowly started to wake up and realize that you were kind of a conscious creator and you started to integrate with your higher self It still was like, what is the lesson here? I'm having this issue. I'm doing this thing where I have to keep getting reminded by my guides that like, stop looking for the lesson. You are making this. You're writing this story. What the, do you want there to be a fucking lesson or do you want to have fun? Do you want to get something done? Quit, quit looking outside of yourself for like, you know, why is this happening? It's happening because you wrote it. What are you talking about? So this has been difficult for me to, to grasp because it's happening so fast. It's changing so fast. So it's almost like we've been in a game where it was school and now you have graduated and now you are creating your life. And there are some loops there still. There is still a capacity. Capacity is not the word I'm looking for. There is still a tendency to do things the way you've always done them, to play out the same story over and over again. But you'll catch yourself doing that. And what's happening to the people who chose not to leave karma, who chose not to finish this out, they're now kind of glitching. They're now just kind of a skipping CD. And there's an energy coming in, I think, to kind of push them out of that and to kind of wake them all the way up. I feel like it's going to be pretty jarring for them. I think it's probably just going to take place over the course of the first couple months in it feels like Christmas to mid like Christmas to Valentine's Day is kind of the window. I don't know if it just happens in the middle somewhere. There are several people that have had dreams that it just happens over the course of one night. The way that it feels like it's building, I think it's going to be a couple of months that feel like they might feel very psychedelic. There was definitely a strong message over the course of the last few months to separate from your lower vibrational friends, family, whatever. Um, I can tell you as someone who just spent 
six hours 3D time in higher dimensional reality that I I understand now what higher vibrational, lower vibrational means in a way that I didn't grasp before. And I use, I always like qualify that it's not a value judgment and it's completely not a value judgment. It's not a value judgment at all. There are parts of yourself existing in higher dimensional reality. Like they're there right now. And then in order to come down into lower dimensional reality, it's almost like the you, the the full you has to break into pieces, like so many pieces to get small enough to perceive this reality. And I think, this is my theory, that that manifests as you being several avatars on the planet. And maybe the reason that what we call twin flames or whatever feels like they're you, like you have that sensation when you meet certain people that you're so fucking connected to them, like they feel like they're a part of you, is because on a higher dimensional level, they like that is you. I don't know. I don't, I, that's what it feels like. But to get down here, it's so dense. It's so fucking dense and you have such little access to everything that you are in the higher dimensional reality. So when we did the mushrooms, we, Lola and I both kind of got a message that we were going to go somewhere and then the house turned into a spaceship. This sounds wild. All three of us saw everything that we saw. And I just, I got to spend a bunch of time in 8D and I was like, God, I love it here. First of all, my personality in higher dimensions, so much fucking cooler than this personality. Um, you just have to take my word for it. I'm pretty cool up there. We were just able to like connect. Like if you wanted to talk to somebody, there was no effort. It was like so-and-so we wanted to like connect with somebody. And then I could immediately just like know what that person was saying. I was just talking to their higher self. We're like so connected. The three of us were so connected that we were all on the exact same wavelength. And at one point we pulled out a cell phone they pulled out a cell phone and I was so annoyed. I was just like, how goddamn stupid are these fucking phones? And not from like a boomer perspective, but just like how much outward effort has to be put forth to use a device to communicate with each other. It felt insane. It's just like, oh God, 3D sucks. So I do have a value judgment on the lowest possible dimension. It is so, I get it. I get it. The time that the aliens were like, we don't, we're never going to come prove ourselves to 3D. Who gives a fuck about 3D? I get it. We are so arrogant in this physical reality to think that higher dimensional reality is fake because it's not physical. Physical is so exhausting. It's so dumb, which I knew this, but I didn't know it. Like I knew it after this experience. But anyway, people who choose to stay in 3D, like they're not, they are up there in the higher dimensions right now. They're just not perceiving it. They haven't connected those two things. So their, their lower dimensional self is here on the planet, but they're not like less evolved or more evolved than, you know, there is no hierarchy in this shit. Everything just is. So anyway, people that are choosing not to make that connection right now and are choosing to still perceive reality only from the 3D perspective are just going to have to wake the fuck up. It's an alarm clock. I don't know. It's It'll be interesting to see. This is the split. We're kind of in the split and see this is how, this is why I should not try to predict reality because I don't know. There might be another split. I don't know. But 
in July, it really felt like there was going to be this big dramatic like earthquake that was going to knock everybody off the planet. And I don't, you know, in 2000, I thought people's dicks were going to fall off. And every time this stuff happens, I'm like, oh, okay. I just actually can't perceive something until it's in front of me. So what this feels like, I don't feel a strong connection to anything like physically manifesting in the 3D reality. Like I don't feel it connected to an event it just feels like an energy that's going to come in. You know how sometimes reality gets really like fuzzy and dreamy? That's what it feels like is going to happen. But then people are going to be kind of picked up and just dropped off in the 5D. And that is for the people who have been resistant to leaving karma. That's going to be a little bit jarring for them. And we are going to help them with that process. So if you're feeling a lot of like pressure or like discontent and boredom with the way your life is going, you're feeling a lot of pressure to move forward into your 60 thing. I'm not telling you what to do. You have to do what feels right and what your guides tell you to do, but there's a good chance that it's because you're being pushed to prepare for this. A lot of the messages that I have gotten is like triage, like be prepared. We are picking these people up and slamming them down on their asses in 5d and you guys pick them up, process them quickly and move them through. There are some of you who are carrying kind of a blueprint for new modalities. You know, maybe you know a lot about yoga or Reiki and you find yourself, uh, a sound is a big part of it. Those of you that are gifted in and, and have downloads involving sound and frequency, we have to set everyone up heal them quickly, music, whatever. So pay attention to the stuff inside of you, especially if you're experiencing like frustration with your 3D reality in a way that's feeling like really out of place. It's probably because you're supposed to bring this thing forward so we can help facilitate this. Another thing that's going to happen is the masculine energy is going to is going to go through a profound healing. So this is something that I think I've said a little bit on this podcast, but I really want to get into for a second. Everyone has masculine and feminine energy, and we tend to attribute masculine energy to people who identify as men and, you know, feminine as people who identify as women. But I think we've gotten a lot, we've gotten away from the gender stuff, right? But everyone has masculine and feminine energy. When we're in our higher dimensional selves, we have equal parts both, but you, you like toggle back and forth, depending on what it is that you want to do. Now, we collectively have spent the last few years healing the feminine collective. We have healed the feminine energy. And look how powerful she is. Like, I, you know, I was raised in the 90s, man. Women were so, the feminine energy was so suppressed. It was forced out of everyone who was identified as a, as a boy or a man. And women and their sexuality and everything was so repressed. And now it's coming forward and we're really seeing the creative power of the feminine in, in all genders. But the masculine has taken a lot of heat for what really isn't the result of masculinity. Toxic masculinity has nothing to do with masculinity. A toxic masculinity is the product of the masculine being the energy during a, an unconscious age. Like Pisces, the age of Pisces was a masculine age and that's what we're coming out of. But it was also an unconscious age. And anytime, you know, had it been a feminine age, we would have seen toxic femininity being the dominant energy because we were asleep. And when you're asleep, you know, it's just gross. We were asleep. We were in a 
fear-based reality. It was dichotomy-based. And that's just, that's, that's what happened. So what happened is the masculine is so separated from its power. And those of us who uh, are predominantly um, or who are dominant, feminine energy, you know, even our masculines or all of us, we all have uh, kind of a dormant masculine power that is ne- is going to be the thing that we heal next. So we've really brought the feminine online. We've healed her. We put her back on her feet. We're, we're channeling it better. You know, I didn't even have feelings until this summer and we're in that feminine energy. And next we're going to see that happen with the masculine. That's going to have a profound effect on the bro collective for lack of a better word. I'm feeling awkward about gender stuff right now. So just like the dudes, you know what I mean? The dudes that are not in touch with their femininity because their toxic masculinity is crushing that energy. That's going to come forth. The, the dudes who have gotten in touch with their femininity, but struggle with their masculinity, that's going to come forth. Those of us who struggle with knowing, like, uh, who struggle with action and moving forward and like that kind of, um, I don't know, masculine energy. I honestly don't even know how to describe it because I feel like I've never seen like true masculine power. I think it's going to be amazing. But the age of Aquarius being a feminine age isn't just going to be us all operating in the feminine energy. You know, the feminine is going to lead it, but we are going to be balanced with masculine and feminine energy. So that's very exciting. That said, there are a lot of you I've noticed in readings and in dreams and in conversations that there are a lot of you who are going to be doing that work. You're going to be assisting in that process. I had a lot of like giving birth imagery. I think that's part of it. Some of you, here's some symptoms that you might be experiencing. You might be seeing stuff in dreams that is about healing, uh, healing men. Uh, your relationships with masculine energies are probably going to go through a bit of a metamorphosis that is going to feel a little bit like abandonment in the beginning because the masculine energy really needs to be on its own. Uh, We have a very codependent energy between the feminine and the masculine, and we have to kind of separate that for a little bit. So you might see that reflected, especially if you're twins, you might see that reflected in those relationships, at least for a little while. Those of you who have healed your own wounding but have found yourself back in the processing of wounding, but it doesn't quite feel like yours, you're helping the masculine collective. So let me give you, if you're purging again, you're back in this like, you know how it was from like April to September. If you're back in that, but it feels just slightly like not yours, not connected to you, there's a good chance that what you're doing, the imagery I got for this was like, like packages being, this is so weird, but like, remember when the crash, the financial crash happened and it was that they were taking mortgages and putting them into packages and selling the packages. That's what I got for trauma that it's like, um, we're trying to clear all this shit out. So there's tons of past life stuff. And since there are people who aren't like a lot of light workers for lack of better word, a lot of awake aliens, whatever the fuck we are, are kind of processing that energy for other people. So if that's kind of what you're back into, take a minute and ask yourself, like, is this my pain? It might be coming in imagery for you of pain that you've experienced, but ask yourself, like, have I healed this already? And it's not a backslide. If that's what happened, you're not like never going to get better. It's probably that you are being 
of assistance to people who are still processing. It's so fun. I write like lists of things when I'm doing readings of things that I want to get into. And it's so funny that I don't know what half of this shit means. Child oil is something that I wrote down. I actually do know what that means. I just remembered. While I was in Sedona, I reached my hand into some water and I saw a child that's currently on the planet. And this child has a cure for the oil that's in the water. And I got that the child, uh, I don't think they're going to come out with it when they're a child. I think they will be an adult by then. But a lot of people are so freaked out about like what's going to happen to the planet. And the thing about reality is, is that there's an answer to everything. We just have to get on the timeline. But once we have collapsed these systems, these gross corporations, and we have gotten off of the timeline where we are just actively destroying the planet, we will help heal the planet. And there is a child on the planet right now that has some type of, I don't know if it's a chemical, some type of solution. I'm not the child, obviously. Some type of solution to fixing the oil in the water. I mean, I don't even know if that already happened. I'm pretty disconnected from the world, but I, I reached my hand in and I saw it. I saw like the news of it. And so, um, it's okay. Don't, don't worry about earth. She's going to be all right. We have to collapse the things that are continuously killing her. But then once we change that tides, like things are going to change child oil. What a nutbag. Next, I have conscious parenting. I wanted to talk about a little bit. I want to do a whole episode on parenting, but one thing that has been coming up a lot is the importance of the, if you have kids, these kids are very important higher dimensional beings and they are more advanced than you and they know more about the reality that you're going into than you do. And so try to keep that in mind. Be careful that you're not telling them who, I mean, I'm not telling you how to parent, but if this resonates. They might have some information for you. Ask them what they think about, you know, the world that we live in and try not to tell them who they are and try not to let anyone else tell them who they are, especially these tiny ones, these tiny ones coming in right now. Also, some of you are going to have kids that, you know, who don't think you're going to have kids. Um, this is something that's come up in several readings and you're just kind of being given if you're awake, they need as many awake people on the planet to take these beings as possible. So I know some of you are going to have some surprise pregnancies in 2020. So I have an IUD and a 42-year-old uterus, so I want to say it's not going to be me, but, you know, I thought that last time too. All right, next. Child oil is still making me laugh. All right, so a lot of what I've been calling, some of these would be really great if I could remember what the fuck any of them meant. I don't know how long of an episode this is going to be either. I have another episode with Noah that I'm going to release. I might release this week. I think something happens when I send out two, re two relationships, two episodes in a week that everyone doesn't get it. Cause I've looked, the numbers are so crazy different from episode to episode that I don't know how many you guys are getting. I've also started putting these on YouTube. All right. Everything is inside of you. So I have taken a real uh, active stance against new age gurus that don't hammer this point home. And one, because I like to make fun of things and I'm running out of things to make fun of. But two, it's a fucking problem. 
It is a fucking problem. I'm sorry. Uh, people, when they wake up, have been trained their entire lives to look outside of themselves for solutions, for the answer, for validation, for like, we can't do that. We can't, like everything you need is inside of you and especially moving into this new reality where it's really pick what you want and experience it and that's it. And uh, new age gurus, readers, healers, any of these that encourage dependency upon them is a fucking problem because you might as well just go spend your, you know, you might as well look at money or sex or or TV or whatever for validation. It's the same difference. I don't care how good your fucking information is. If you are not making sure that every single step you take is getting people to look inward, you're doing them a disservice. And I will uh, make fun of you every opportunity I get until you fucking stop. Another subject I wanted to get into is about dark energies. So... In the spiritual YouTube world, there are some people who are getting hacked. There are some people who are dealing with like psychic attack. It's a subject that's coming up. I haven't seen a ton of it in like the soberish group, but it is something that a lot of people are talking about. And Adriana, who is a very powerful energy worker, and I want to connect you guys with her if you want some energy work done. I don't think her site is up yet. She's dancing dragons on Facebook, but she's getting a site up and I'll share that in the Facebook group. But she did a really good description because I was like, I don't like I, people are afraid of dark energies. And I was told, I spent my whole first year in alien school being told and taught how to fight back. But they were just like, you know, you're here to fight. Like you're like, I'm arsenal in case that's not obvious. But I'm not afraid of anything. There's no dark... Fuck a dark energy. Fuck a demon. You know what I mean? Fuck a... Like a ghost. Or, do not come in my fucking room because I said that. I don't like them. I don't enjoy being snuck up on or having something like cross into my vision from the other world. But they can't do anything to you. They can't hurt you. It doesn't matter how bad their intentions are. There is nothing more powerful on the planet than a person who is consciously awake and also in a physical body. You win every time, 10 times out of 10. The only time you don't win is when they scare you so bad that like they get something from you, she says as she closes her closet. Just anytime I talk shit about ghosts, they show up. Hold on. I'm not even really that afraid of them anymore because they're constant now. So this is another thing too, is you're going to see a lot of this stuff as the veil continues to lift and higher dimensional reality continues to anchor here on the planet. So it just kind of is what it is. But as far as psychic attacks and dark things, you've had dark energy around you your whole life. You are also half dark energy. And that is the key. This is why I hate this love and light bullshit. You are half dark energy. That dark energy is your power. Your shadow is your power for fighting off other dark energies. They can't get you. There is no real good, bad, right, wrong. There is just dark and light. And what Adriana was explaining is like, as we get so much more light on the planet that the dark energies have to balance, once we have gotten higher dimensional, those things are going to merge. They're going to be one. You're going to be a balanced yin-yang, right? Like yin-yang, male, female, masculine, feminine, whatever, light, dark, you're going to be a balanced version of all of those things. And so some of them do have a little bit of an attack vibe. Uh, there are definitely powers that be on this planet right now that do not want us to leave the fear-based reality, but guess what their only weapon is fear. So how much time should we really spend worried about the dark energy. So I know, I know several people kind of preoccupied with this idea right now, and maybe that's because they're supposed to hack it or clear it. 
but uh, there's not there's no dark energy on this planet that is more powerful than you. So that just is what it is. Do they fucking suck to look at? Yes. As a matter of fact, let me go close this bathroom door. Shit's going to get a lot more crazy while simultaneously getting... I can't figure out where to put my back. <laughs> while simultaneously getting less woo. Uh, it's going to be a lot more about energy. Science is really getting on board. I know I sound like a broken record there, but you can see it happening very fast. What I have been calling superpowers because I'm dramatic is actually just higher dimensional perception. As these higher dimensions start to anchor down and after five, it's going to go really fast, I think. So after these higher dimensions start to anchor down on the planet and you have access to all of them, there's a set of, of skills and perceptions with all of those things. And that's why the superpowers are happening so fast. I think we start levitating and moving things with our eyes around, I think it's probably seven, but it might be eight. I really wish I could remember what macro meant. Anyway, I think some, I did a reading for someone today that was going to get nine new superpowers before January. So, and I don't, I really don't think those numbers are too crazy for a lot of us. So it's going to keep getting wild. And I, I tell you what, there are some days where I'm like, have I lost it? You know, it's so much. It's so much. And especially when this energy hits the planet that kind of pushes everybody into higher dimensional reality, those of us who have kind of been trying to like climb our way to higher dimensional reality, I think we're going to get pushed way up really fast. So buckle up. Shit's about to get crazy. Here's a superpower some of you have. Some of the stuff that you're going to be doing is micro. So it's going to be, oh, I'm a Reiki healer. I do tarot readings. I talk shit on a podcast that people listen to for some inexplicable reason. You have this micro stuff. Some of you are macro. Some of you have the ability to shift reality. You have the ability to help write timelines with your art, with your imagination. Some of you in meditation are going to start going to places and seeing people you don't recognize. This is kind of like a quantum leap vibe. You might get that if you're in your 40s, where you're kind of being called to people's reality to kind of move them around. Because what's happening is people's strings are cut. They've been puppeted around by fear and shit their whole life. And now they're free to go create their world, but they don't know that. And so a lot of us are going to help assist them in getting into getting onto a timeline that is more favorable for them. And so if you're starting to dream about people you don't know, or you're starting to see them in your uh, meditations, you know, pay attention, see if that you can move their reality around and kind of mess with that a little bit. That was a new energy that I just saw today. And I don't have a ton to say about it. Cause I was like, well, this is fucking wild. Oh my God. How am I ever going to make this podcast an hour long? I don't think I'm going to imagination project. I'll give you an update on that. The website's being built right now for Imagination Project. So Imagination Project's going to be something. It's a resource for people who are going through the ascension. It's primarily for people who are going to be going through this rapid ascension um, in 2020. I want to get everybody who is a mental health professional, who is awake, people who are readers, but not like any old fucking, you know, I want like aliens, you know, like... Uh, higher dimensional beings who know they're higher dimensional beings who aren't crazy woo, who don't have any interest in creating lifelong clients, but who have downloads for streamlined ways of assisting people in their ascension. 
and going to be on this website, which is fine because that's all that listens to this podcast. And get everybody on a website. And then I think if things go how I think they're going to go, the Patreon will help fund those sessions for people who don't have money for them. Because kind of the imagery that I'm getting is people getting picked up and dropped off in 5D and kind of needing like a like a transition team. And, you know, that might end up being a session from five different people and maybe they don't have $500. And also then like a quick, here's how to manifest money. Here's how, to, like, here's how to create your life in a very short, efficient amount of time. So that's where I think this imagination project is headed, but I've gotten so many downloads on downloads on downloads and it changes all the time. For some reason, I don't feel like I can't say this to you. So I'm, I think that's where we're headed in the second half of, of 2020. So if you have ideas for ways to help people through a very, I don't want to say painful, but it does feel like it's going to be kind of painful, a very jarring Ascension experience, spend time thinking about it. Spend time thinking about who you would like to help, how you would like to help them. I can't fucking remember what I've talked about on a podcast or what at this point. Everything's really mushy after that mushroom trip. But, you know, you're here, you're here to probably help somebody. Like that you're you're probably here with some keys to people at this point in your life. And if you're trying to figure out, well, I don't know how to do that, right? You have a lot of programming to get through. So ask yourself, like, who do I want to help? I want to help teenagers. Okay. What kind of teenagers? Teenagers with trauma. Okay. Where, where are they? And then answer that question. And then how would I help them? I think art would help them. Okay. Is it in a building? I've done this somewhere. I can't remember if it was my podcast or not. Um, I want to help them with art. Okay. How are you going to help them with art? Oh, I want to help them with art at a, at a fucking, you know, art collective. Okay. And then just walk yourself through it. If you have it inside of you, you are supposed to do it. You know, it's going to probably look different once you've unpacked it and done the work. But if you have the passion for it, passion means that you're supposed to do it. Like you have everything in you to do it. The difference between people who do that shit and the people who don't is just the belief that they're supposed to or that they can. We're kind of raised on this us versus them idea, this narrative that like, oh, that's something for somebody else and not for me. And so you really just shift that. You just change it by deciding that it's for you and just taking one step after another and going after it. I can't remember if I talked about this at the beginning of this episode because I started this episode five times, but the timelines are infinite and the timelines are optional and you get to decide what timeline you want to be on. Oh, I'll just tell this story. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Um, okay, so I was like dating for a minute and I think I, I glossed over this last week, but I was dating for a minute. And it's just like dating one person. It was good. It was fine. And I, as I have discussed on past podcasts, I have issues with feeling unwanted and I tend to seek out partners that are kind of aloof, which I like because I feel overwhelmed by attention pretty easy. So I'm a pain in the ass. I'm clearly desperately afraid of intimacy. But the problem was being attracted to people that are a little bit aloof and distant, although I like that quality because it matches what I want most of the time. It leaves like a big canvas for me to start writing paranoid narratives about being unwanted. 
And I was pretty confident. I was just fine with this. Like what I was looking for was exactly what I was getting and it was fine. So it was like, it was great. It was perfect. And I am not currently looking for something that's super intense or whatever. Like I'm still getting over something else. And so there came a point where I was like, I wonder if he doesn't like, I, I saw like a slight shift there probably wasn't even a shift. I think I talked about this on the episode. It was probably just someone was high. But my attachment system was like, oh, you're not wanted here. And what happens when I get triggered into childhood trauma is I start to I start to deal like a child. And so I become manipulative. And I don't mean like manipulative, like nefarious plot. I just mean manipulative. Like I lose the ability to use words like an adult and communicate my needs. And I started out dating this person very like, this is my deal, you know? And then I just lost the ability to communicate. And so rather than clearly stating like, Hey, I need reassurance real quick that you like me and you were doing something that you want to do here. I kind of floundered and started like, like indirectly trying to get them on the phone because I'm like, just want to hear that I'm safe, you know, without saying, hey, am I safe, which is fine. You know, I, I prepared them for that ahead of time. And then I just started writing a story. Like I just wrote a whole narrative around a, a text that didn't get answered. Like it just doesn't take much for me to be like, oh, I am, un I am unwanted. And then I like freaked out and broke up with him, uh, via text, like an, you know, like an adult in the middle of the night. And then I felt really fucked up after that. Cause I felt like, I mean, I felt bad for the person, but then I also felt like, God, this is a complete relapse right into old behavior. And so I had a lot of stuff to work through, but right after I sent the text, which I sent the text to get relief from this anxiety that was building, right? Because now I'm reading into everything. And I did DMT. The aliens were like, do DMT. I know it sounds like I do a lot of psychedelics, and that is because I do. The aliens were like, do DMT. I had a tiny bit of DMT left. And for those of you that remember the DMT story from... I, apparently DMT is on the planet for breakups for me. This breakup is a bit of an exaggeration. We were dating, but I don't know what the fuck you call any of this stuff. I just get married. I don't know how to date. I did the DMT and then my eyes wouldn't close. And so I'm laying there and my body won't move, but my eyes are open. It was really weird. And I'm looking around my room and everything looks weird because it's like fractals, right? So there's like, there's like a podcast set up with microphones, but the microphones are bent into like octagons or whatever. And the aliens, which are like Hello Kitties on DMT. I don't know. They're like, do you like this? Do you like everything that you have here? Because every single thing that you have, you put it here. And that was interesting. They seemed a little annoyed. And the message there really was like, you like you're calling timelines to yourself. You're calling timelines to yourself by pointing your perception at them. And that doesn't mean you can never consider anything negative, but we have to take responsibility for now in this new world, we're done learning the lessons. You're still going to learn things. You're still going to deprogram for the next couple of years, especially. But a thing that I'm having to learn is every time I say, does this person not want me? I'm creating, I'm, I'm asking, bring me the timeline. Bring me the timeline where this person doesn't like me. 
And I don't know exactly what I'm looking for in that area of my life. I think I know what I'm capable of right now, which is not much. I know that my focus is really not on that. I think I just want someone to be in my life and to just be chill. Just be like, just, can I just have just a fine relationship that's not over the top anything just that's here companionship, but like not taking up any focus of my life because I have these other things I want to do. And I think I was having that. I was having exactly that. And I didn't want it to be something way more intense, but then trauma showed up and not in like that trauma had anything left to fucking say, like we haven't, this is the loop. This is the karmic fucking skipping CD where it just said, Hey, do we want to get paranoid right now? And then I got paranoid and it was based in nothing you know, but it took a lot of like clearing shit out to be like, okay, I'm getting exactly what I want. It doesn't look that different than it looked two weeks ago, but I have like this old story that I project onto every single fucking thing. And I just made a decision to project it onto this and it for no reason. And it's dumb. And I'm not going to do that anymore because I just want I just want to overthrow the government. I just want to overthrow the government. And then sometimes I want to make out with somebody in between my efforts to overthrow the government. And I wanted that and I got it and I had it and it was fine. And then I decided like, oh, maybe I'm getting abandoned. But it's like abandoned from what? You fucking nutbag. So I cleaned up that mess and moving forward, I'm just really focusing on overthrowing the government. And by government, I mean the secret government, you know, the parasites. But that is just an example that you can use on anything. Money. I did like, I have been pretty tapped into a decent prosperity thing for a minute. And then I heard myself today because I had to click, like I had to, I'm traveling a lot in December. And so I don't have a lot of time to do readings. And then I just heard myself just be like, Oh, maybe I won't be able to pay my rent because you know, I don't have any read. And it's like, God, shut the fuck up. It's so ridiculous. You know, prosperity is prosperity. It doesn't matter where it's coming from. You know, it's just a prosperity. I hate that fucking word. Abundance is abundance. It's an abundant universe. It doesn't stop being in an abundant universe because you have to take a week off of work. You know, it's like I it's it's this decision I want to make to make things more difficult than they need to be. And it's insane. But anyway, speaking of which, I am opening my calendar for uh, some days in December. There's not a lot. So if you were planning on trying to get a reading before the end of December, I'm opening that up today. So when this podcast comes out, I wouldn't take a really long time booking that because I think there's only going to be like eight slots or something opened. I really don't have much more than that. And Noah Lampert has been waiting for me to show up at his Airbnb for like three days. I've, I've been like, yeah, I'll be there and then not being there. So I'm going to try to actually go pull that off right now and talk some shit on his podcast. If you want a reading, go to jessareed.com. Uh, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at jessareedcomedy. Follow this podcast at Soberish Pod on Twitter and Instagram. If you want to be a patron and get any of those sweet rewards, that is patreon.com backslash jessareed. I think you can also search jessareed or alien school. Also, the YouTube is up. There's also an Alien School YouTube. I don't know what I'm going to end up doing with that. I was advised that I should put all of my 
woo shit on my actual channel that already has subscribers. So I have decided to do that. If you live in New York City, I'm going to be there in like 10 days. Aaron and I are going to be doing a show at the Creek in the Cave. I think that's not too far from sold out. So I also wouldn't fuck around and sleep on that. I'll be in Frederick, Maryland the following Sunday. I've got a couple of shows in Philly. I'm going to put on my website very soon. I think that's it. I'm excited uh, to get all this stuff up and running in 2020. I think that's it. I might put up another episode this week. I don't know. And if not, I'll see you next week. Brian still sucks. 